following is a joint production of Burgundy Blog and Sports Channel 8. My friends, to the first episode of the fourth season of Burgundy Blogcast, Fiercely Rational Redskins Commentary. This is Brent from Burgundy Blog. I will be joined by my colleague Hayes Permar from Sports Channel 8. This is the Redskins' best season, the off-season. So let's do it. Welcome in to a special off-season edition of Burgundy Blogcast with the man, Brent, from Burgundy Blog. And I am merely Hayes from Sports Channel 8, assisting on the Burgundy Blogcast. We're here to talk about a lot of things, most of which, let's be honest, revolve around Kirk Cousins, right? Like Probably, yeah, is it, I think that's probably where we're headed. I mean, we can we can classify it as a Redskins off-season podcast, but it's basically a Kirk Cousins podcast, right? It's kind of like a Red Scuzz podcast. All right, like, I, like normally in my role, I play the host and I pitch questions to you so that you can sound smart because you follow stuff and you hear from people and you know things. Like, I'm going to go super meta and have you like pitch to me the questions that I can ask to you. Like what, what questions are we asking here? Like, was it the right move? Not having like done any prep at all? No, 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 no. I've, I've done prep. I just don't know what the pressing questions are. Like, like literally what, what's the most pressing question? Is it what to do with cousins now? Is it, was the Smith trade the worst trade in history? Like, I don't think so. Like, what, no. where do we well, even yeah, begin with right. this? Which I actually, you know, we have, I did a little, you're oblivious, but I did a little solo pod after the Smith thing. I, I'm, I'm not oblivious. I know you, I so, know when you pod without me. So, so I, I have, you know, spoken publicly on this, but I, you know, the reason we're doing this Hayes is, you know, is to dialogue and I'm very interested in your thoughts on Alex Smith, but you're right. So we, that's like a separate thing. Your question is well taken. It's like what, you know, we'll, we'll cover your thoughts on Alex Smith and right. Mike Lennon and how they're related. But <laughs> you know, what you're asking me right now is like here on February, what 17th or 18th or whatever, what, you know, what's, what's going on? What is the question? I yeah. think the, the, the answer to your question, we'll do it a little bit out of order, but like the hot topic right now, and for the next couple of weeks, I guess, yeah. is how exactly will the Redskins slash Kirk Cousins relationship end? Is it, as most people presume, just going to be him walking off into the sunset of free agency sure. um, and, and becoming an un- unrestricted free agent because the Redskins let him? As, as you have others, I think, have said 
would happen and would be like sort of a bad ending on the Redskins yes. half, right? Well, like, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. To get somehow, nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bingo. To get no yeah, cousins, so like, to get nothing in return, yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, we all spent months talking about how that was that was like the worst case outcome, mm-hmm. you know, for, for him to just leave and them get nothing for him as an asset. And then somehow this trade, you know, materialized, or, or actually technically it hasn't yet, but, you know, became, came into being and um, or, or became planned. And and people like I, I sensed this widespread like forgetting of of like you know how how weak that is for him to just for them to just let him walk yeah. you know like people you know a lot of, there's a lot of debate over how good is Alex Smith is he better or worse than Cousins was it a good move are they paying him too much did they give up too much I get all of that but but a lot of people were like well now that that's all planned I guess they'll just let him go and any attempts by the team to now fetch something for him, which would pretty much necessarily require a, 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 a tag and trade scenario, which does not happen very often, although it's not unprecedented. You know, everyone kind of just was like, well, I guess that's out the window, and, you know, there, there goes that. Yep. Um, and so my take all along, and I, I didn't really want to become, like, the face of the movement for, like, they should tr- tag him, because I still don't really think it's, likely that they will and, and I'm not at all positive that they should I do I'm aware that it carries great risk and, and you're too busy being the face of the Alex Smith is Tom Brady <laughs> 2.0 movement right like I got right. from I got from just a lot of narratives just, right just from, from what I've gleaned from your Twitter you're a big Alex Smith fan sorry keep going Okay, well, we'll come back to that, obviously. Um, you know, I think that basically, I, 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 I didn't like that everyone just started to sort of um, assume that that was that that was the deal. They just there was a lot of complacency, like, well, we got our guy now, and like, who cares what happens to Kirk? And he's, you know, he clearly wants out, so that, let him out. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. yeah, well, if there's anything you can do to to end up better than with this compensatory pick, which you're probably, but not even definitely going to get for him, which would, assuming that... To be... Let's go capital J journalist if we can. Can you tell me what the compensatory pick is worth? Well, yeah, kind of. Basically, if if he goes and... You know, he's probably going to sign the biggest deal ever, so <laughs> or, or something near it. So that the the maximum comp pick you can get is a third rounder, and and everyone knows at this point that that's something tacked on to the end of the third round. I don't know exactly how far after the thirty second pick in the third round. Still not chump change. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. Right, 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 right. I didn't say you were, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not chump change. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a mid rounder, but it, it's it's a it's a very late third. Um, and, and so, you know, the key thing then with the compensatory picks, and I'm not going to act like I know the formula by heart, but it's very mysterious. And if you do, if they're active in free agency and sign even one more, you know, one marquee guy, which I don't know if they intend to or not, but if they do, that pick could either disappear or get bumped down. And if they sign several players, I think it could disappear, even though cousins contract is presumably enormous. Um, so it's it's not you know it's not set in stone. Sure. So um, if if they can you know by by that logic, if they were to trade him somehow even for a third, right? Like a concrete somebody's concrete right, third, right. 
especially an early third or something, it's already in. they're already better off. Yep. You know. Uh, oh, and by the way, the comp pick isn't until 2019, so you have to wait a year on it. So, um, which which basically devalues it by a, a round. You know, right. and I, I've been through some of this. Most people kind of get this. Now I get you. I, I, I get you. A year a year delayed is like a round. Sure. Right. It work, so works the same. Think, actually, that works the same on like Madden in the modern years too. So yeah, exactly. even the gamers get that one. I feel pretty strongly that if they don't do better than that, then then they're you know the the trade for Alex Smith has to be viewed more negatively than whatever you initially thought because of how badly they they failed to make you know, to turn him into something. I mean, because he, what's he, your he other walks. option to to just completely cut him loose? Yeah, I mean, he just walks. I mean, the, the, then on on March fourteenth, when the new league year starts, he's he's just a free agent. And, and that's what and most people presume, don't you think? Well, that's that what they presume because if they tag him, then even before he signs it, you are responsible for that insane thirty-five million dollar number dollar, on your dollar cap. bills. Yeah. Okay, so it will definitely handcuff them. I mean, they could. It seems like they could technically do it, which I think is key. All right, right? the fact that they technically could do it, in my opinion, makes it a a even if it's even if it's not a a great angle for leverage, it, it it's not a totally non-credible threat. Okay, right, but, I think that's important. But don't you think um, that they've got to have the, the team lined up at the other end that will trade yeah. for that, that one, even that one year to start with? And, and, and I'm not they saying that there might not be those teams out there. You, you might, who, who are those teams that are candidates? I, I, I'm I not, think, I don't think that's crazy to think you're right. That There might be teams that would say, yeah, give me Cousins for one year at that rate. I, I don't know for sure. I, I There may not be. I mean, it, Adding him at, at, at just one year for 35, if he comes out and says, I'm definitely not signing a long-term deal with you, whoever you are, my new team, right. it's not you know, the sexiest thing I've ever heard. Maybe Cleveland. I think Denver wants him. I think the Jets want him. Maybe Minnesota wants him. Who knows about Jacksonville? I, I, just, I don't know, and I'm not going to act like there definitely is somebody that would do that. But I think there are teams out there who want him bad enough that they would give something to to um, you know just for the opportunity to uh, negotiate a long term deal with him? Basically, um, you know, I, I think you know. Just finishing my last thought: if 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 they can't, I'm going to crush them again for one final time, very very badly for their serial mismanagement of of Cousins' contract and career sure. because they had opportunities. Um, uh, they've had opportunities for yeah. the last two years to trade him for something really good. I mean, oh. they, they probably could have traded him in season in 2017. Or sign him long term for a, oh, a, a, a very and that, and that's what I, deal, right? Yes. Yes, of course. And that was my preference all along. But sure. even if you even if you eliminate that from the discussion, because they apparently decided they just they were never into that for whatever it was going to take, failing to, to get a, a, a better pick than a possible very late third is just bad. So anyway, on, on the tag trade thing, I guess my main sort of thing that I'm falling back on is that a lot of people, you know, this kind of thing comes along and you got to, all of a sudden a lot of fans and a lot of journalists who, who become cap experts and they've all read the CBA and they understand the numbers because they've looked at spot track or all over the cap.com or whatever. And they look at that and they say, this is not feasible. It's a humongous risk. 
they 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 run the risk of getting stuck with his contract and Alex Smith's contract for the year, and and that's probably to some extent that's probably true. They run the risk of missing out on some early free agents, and that's probably true. Although, as I tweeted earlier today, I, I I'm far less concerned than many people apparently are about the Redskins, <laughs> you know, basically being duct taped for the first week of free agency. I mean, I think that might actually benefit them, <laughs> but um. You know, I, I basically, my main point is that I think a lot of people are overconfident about what they understand to be the Redskins cap limitations for those first few days of free agency if they, if for a brief period they have both him and Alex Smith under the cap. Um, I think it's, it might be possible uh, to a greater extent than, than a lot of articles have, have implied. And then, as I kind of touched on before, I mean, maybe this is getting too philosophical and kind of boring, but to me, even, you know, a lot of people are like, well, the Redskins have no leverage here because Cousins knows that they won't carry both him and Alex Smith for the season, even if it's by some wizardry, you know, technically possible, right? right. Cousins, you know, just won't sign it. He'll just wait them out, right? Because they won't do it. And my thinking is that even though that's not great leverage for the Redskins because it does, it would put them in a, in a, in a terribly unenviable and unpleasant position. It would be very bad for cousins too. If they figured it out and if they became so spiteful that they were willing to just go so far, even as to just eat it and pay him 35 whopping million dollars per for the year, more than anyone's ever made in the season to literally ride the bench and run the scout team. If, if they were willing to do that, it would be a horrible outcome for Kirk Cousins. A lot of people don't get that. As fans, we're like, that sounds beautiful, $35 million. You don't even have to lift a finger, right? And I get that aspect That's, as Joe Schmo. Right. But I think it's a terrible outcome for Kirk Cousins. The idea of him not playing or even significantly delaying his ability to get to his new spot where he so badly wants to be, immediately begin establishing his new legacy, I think that's a terrible outcome for him. Yeah, and even I, this even this one percent risk of him getting, you know, sitting out the year or or an extended period, that's that's not palatable for him at all. All right, maybe, maybe, may, yeah, like maybe I follow you from solely a leverage standpoint, but like that's never going to happen. Like it's it's not going to happen. Okay. I, I I I bet you're right. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent. So so you know, so like your point is taken from a leverage standpoint, I guess only because because it's not going to happen. So like where like I, I, uh, I guess to me, I, I don't even know if you know this, but let me ask you this question: Like, who is talking to whom? Like, are are the are the is Cousins even talking to the Redskins about like, hey, how can we make this mutually beneficial for the both of us? Right. Or is it a total standoff? Like, how do you perceive that relationship to be? I, I think it's um, horrible. I mean, it's, at this point, it's I think it's professional, but I think it's, com- you know, completely like nobody's throwing practical. shade on each other. But they're, they both um, no, but totally just, just a couple hours ago was the first time I saw some. Um, there was a there was a report in the post that was the most confirmatory thing I've seen, saying that if they do tag him, he will file a grievance or his agent will, and uh, and try to argue to an arbitrator that that's not even a valid dude. That tag is so DC. That is that is peak <laughs> DC. Like we're about to get a special grievance. investigator as to whether like I'm like oh my god this. You know, and th- th- this would be based on the premise that the tag is supposed to be used 
to promote good faith right. ongoing negotiations. Which is, um, which is negotiations. true. Which is true. Yeah. But, but, no. ultimately, but that is peak DC. That's kind of like, like the first I'm going crack. to sue you for kind of doing something that's legal but shady. And then like we're going to get some politicians to weigh in on it too. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. I uh, love it. That's I, peak DC. I, I mean, I, I'm rooting for the theater of it at this point, to be honest with you. But uh, you, um, you like the drama? Oh, like, man, I mean, what else do I have? What? Come on, man. Like, j- stepping away from Redskins, I feel like you're you're a, you're a low-drama guy. Like, I feel yeah, like you'd be rooting for anti-drama. This is where I get my fix. Okay, all right. In that sense, then you want the Redskins to, like, offer Drew Brees a $40 million one-year contract. Like, if you really want drama, right? Is that what we're going some, for here? some good podcast fodder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't even like you know me. I do not, I do not uh, peruse Redskins message boards. But is there talk of like, yeah, get let, let's go after Breeze for a year? Is that out there? No. I okay, mean, okay, 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 okay. I won't, I won't waste time if it's not even like a possibility. All right. No. Well, let's shift a little bit. If you don't have any hard, well, fast, let me, let, hold on. Let me just uh, land yeah, 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 yeah. At least give me a hot take on what yeah, you like well, a prediction. We've established what... that the Redskins don't have good leverage here, but I don't think it's zero leverage. And basically, uh, to the extent that that he could, that Bruce Allen as GM or whatever he is, yeah. president, could technically do this and threaten to make life miserable for himself and for Kirk. I think that there is a chance that Kirk Cousins would be willing to play ball, that he would be willing to cooperate and sign the tag and possibly agree to facilitate his own trade to his preferred destination Sure. for the sake of avoiding the mess. I mean, somebody would have to. You know, basically it's been described as possibly ending up as a game of chicken or whatever. But And, and maybe that's true. But if if Bruce wants to dig his heels in, I mean, it might take Cousins to just be like, oh, God, really? Fine. Right. Fine. May, yeah. You like know what he, I mean? Like and we said, the, the we could do this to you and you could sit at a year is leverage. Like you mm. and I admit both it's not going to happen. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what the, le, the, the Redskins hold on to as leverage is whatever the – you know, uh, you know, league slash NFL PA whatever contracts allow us to to own your rights as as long as right. we can. We if we flex that, that's the best leverage the Redskins have. I, I'm right. with it's you on not that. Good, but it's there. And if Cousins wants to call that bluff, so be it, man. That's his prerogative. Go ahead and roll your dice, but again, buddy. And it's, well, and yeah, it's, and it's a confident bet. It's a good. It's probably a winning bet. But it's not zero risk. And I, and he's a risk adverse guy. I mean, there's a, we've said that he's bet on himself all these years, and that's kind of true. But he really believes highly in himself, so I don't think he thought that that was a big gamble, to be honest. This this idea of betting on himself, the idea of him betting on what Bruce Allen will or won't do, I'm not so sure that he would just, you know, be su- super comfortable with that. Um, and so maybe to avoid the the you know the the small risk. He might play ball. And, and I just, you know, there's a, a lot of people are like, you know, uh, you know, I'm over it. It's been, you know, just let him go. Let's move past <laughs> it ASAP. Yes. You know, just bury this. Just yep. get him, just cut him, you know. And Sign like, me up. I get that. Yep. I get that, like, mentally. So I'm fatigued by this and, like, I want a resolution quickly also. But, um, you know, that is 
thousand percent not an acceptable reason to not try to get whatever you legally can. Yeah, yeah. If you can, you You're know, right. like I don't care if you, Joe fan, are tired <laughs> of hearing about it. I do not care at all. <laughs> like they should drag this stuff out as long as they can nah, to right. try and improve their little pick by even one round. And I don't care if it makes them look petty. Everybody knows they're petty. They're super freaking petty. <laughs> like it's a dysfunctional organization. We've already got that. So anyway, all right. Burgundy blog stands up for Dan Snyder. I love it. I love it. No, not exactly. Uh, all right, all right. Gun to your head where, well, no, I'm not going to do that. I would never put a gun to your head. Uh, uh, <laughs> prediction where, is Kirk Cousins a, a starting quarterback on opening day next season? And if so, where? Yeah, he definitely is. And um, I, I, I've thought. Broncos. Um, Broncos. Basically, since right after the trade, I've thought Denver. Broncos. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not trying to influence, but I'm letting you know. My no, prediction right. is Broncos. No, you're right. Okay. I mean, I, I think he, I think he's been eyeing that destination for a long time. I don't know how it goes down. I'd be lying you know. to you if I said I did. But it's Broncos. Broncos. <laughs> All right. I, I think you're right. Uh, that was that was uh, that was 20 minutes to get to uh, Kirk Cousins right. going to the Broncos. Yeah, no, so I want uh, now. I want you, Hayes. I want to know no, who, who, yes. who is I Alex like Smith. Um, he's always overachieved. Uh, not always. Uh, not always. He was the first round. He was the number one overall pick. Uh, yeah, that's true. Bad that's year. true. That's true. But uh, in the history of number one overall picks, though, he's he hadn't been bad. He did great in college. He did. There's a there's a great not to toot my own horn, but there's a great uh, and it it just it it fits so well now in terms of just how we've now seen Colin Kaepernick. I mean, you know, when you say the term Colin Kaepernick now, it's almost you're locked in to not even think about NFL quarterback. It's it's just, yeah, it's everything else around it. But at the time I was producing a web series for Belmonte Jones and it was about when Colin, Colin Kaepernick took Alex Smith's place as a starter, and uh-huh. Bamani Jones, his, his premise was like, I mean, the idea that that a white man at quarterback completing 70% of his passes could lose his job to, to this guy, to a tattooed Colin Kaepernick. I don't care who his parents were. He's like, this is, I mean, there, there's people waking up saying, we are losing the country. I mean, like, I don't want to say it was predictive of the Trump movement. Man, but, it pretty much was. But it was, but it was amazing to see. Um, that aside, without giving you any sort of hot take or pretending like I've analyzed Alex Smith, I, because you've turned it on me, I enjoyed poking you at saying how much you revered Alex Smith, but I actually think you have a pretty good take of like, hey, 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 hey. We can analyze the trade separately, and, and it's perhaps, and, 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 and seemingly leaning towards that the Redskins may have overpaid for him, but if we're just locked into... The Redskins' starting quarterback is Alex Smith. What do we think about that? I'm with you in saying that a lot of people were underplaying how much that's like, hey, we know we've got a 
uh, NFL starting QB. And that's something that, that, regardless of what you thought Kirk Cousins was, people were still debating under him. Yeah. And, like, I feel yeah. like it, it, like Alex Smith has a slightly better answer to that of, like, yes, I'm a starting QB in the NFL than Kirk Cousins did. So am I crazy in, the, in what I've said there? No. I, I Thank you for acknowledging the method to my madness. I, I, I think we're pretty much on the same page. And so that this was another situation where, like, I became – too too heavy an advocate for a side that uh, you know I didn't really want to be so strongly on, but it just felt like the pendulum of public opinion ha- was 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 not in the you know where it should have been, and yeah. so I was overcompensating. Now, and but it becomes, I, I, it, you know, he's a, li- he's a he's a limited player. He's clearly a limited player. He's not a world beater. Uh, he's had he struggled in the playoffs in general, and I get why the Chiefs had to move on from him. They they kind of hit a glass ceiling in Kansas City. They also had major uh, cap problems, and I think a big part of why they went, they drafted Mahomes and made the move was to get to a, um, you know, a young quarterback on his rookie deal um, because it does wonders for your cap, and they kind of had to. Yeah. Anyway, And it's I, yet I think to be that, seen if that's kind of the next stage of the NFL is like, Hey, if you got a great system and you got a quarterback that's under, you know, whether he's a, a you know, a Case Keenum or, or uh, one of the other backups that went far in the playoffs or a rookie, yeah, yeah. But it, whatever. Anyway, so that that that's that's part of the contemplation now of the of the NFL GM is can I, can I get by with a B plus overlooked veteran slash rookie? Yeah, anyway, absolutely. This year more than yeah more than recent years yeah. for sure. But you know I. I, in general, I just sort of perceived after the trade that his reputation was was you know locally was that was worse than than it should have been. Right. And and so I I kind of I felt compelled yep. to overdo it a little bit. Yep. But um I, I just think some of the knocks against him are a little bit exaggerated. Anyway, I I think he's a good player. I think that that I think he fits. Jay Gruden's offense really well. I think Gruden was dying for a savvy vet, and he got one. I think he'll be able to do a lot of the, um, a lot of rolling out, a lot of play action, a lot of boot action, some scrambling, some off schedule stuff. I think he's going to be an excellent fit for Jay Gruden. And and I, I've said this a couple times on Twitter, but I think whereas a lot of fans kind of looked at this as as either a lateral move or maybe a slight downgrade. And, you know, again, I say this, obviously, as a... As yep. He's thinking that he's, you know, he's kind of licking his chops at what he'll be able to do now that he was not able to do before. And, um, you know, if he's comfortable, if, if he's feeling like Alex Smith is in, if, if Rudin is thinking that Alex Smith is in his wheelhouse, then uh, you know that he he might take that the offense to new heights. Now I agree. Now RPO is the the hot uh, mm-hmm. initials in the NFL. Is there? I mean, you and I even talked. I feel like almost at the end of the year, or maybe even like just uh, when, when the year was over. But talking about it on Twitter, like could could Cousins have done some more run pass option? Mm-hmm. Is I heard you just say that Gruden is a good fit for Alex Smith, but but kind of affirming you think he is, and you, and you think we'll see some uh, a different playbook than we did under Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I don't think he'll have to. I don't think he'll have to change a ton from from what he feels most natural and comfortable with. But I, I think 
you'll see um, Smith in in more shotgun. Um, I think he'll have more called keepers, and I do think he'll have more zone reads or RPOs than Cousins did. I mean, there there wasn't much, but we've seen that um, Alex Smith is like we know he's comfortable with it. He likes it. He's liked it since college. He said even again recently that that's you know that's his zone. So it would kind of be stupid not to maximize what your guy does. And I don't think Gruden's stupid. I think he's a good offensive schemer. Um, I think he'll take advantage of, of that, uh, of, of Alex Smith's experience of his pre-snap um, cognitive ability of his legs. Cause he is, cause cousins. Yeah, we did. You and I talked about it, that he's an underrated uh, carrier of the football. I mean, scored a ton of rushing touchdowns. Could run like way a little bit, could Smith take did. a hit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, but Smith is just flat out faster and 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 really a better yeah. ball carrier. So they'll they'll definitely use that. And they they com- they absolutely need to get their running game much much better. It needs to go from bad to good. Yeah. So whether that's by adding a back or I, I'm not sure what that's going to take, but um. They need to, and I think Alex Smith will will contribute to that. Actually, uh, I sure. don't think that it, you know I think that his um, his ability to run will in turn improve the Redskins' run game, and so it, you know it obviously all works together. But no. uh, I think the offense is going to be good. I mean, I just I just in general I, th- I think it's going to work. I think that, that acquiring him is going to work. Now, hated hated giving up a you know a decent pick for him. Really really hated giving up Kendall Fuller for him. I mean that was awful. That was just awful. All right, so that that was my follow-up question is we've got that you think that people are too hard on Alex Smith. He is a legitimate, you know, starting slash starting plus QB or whatever, but the trade you thought was a little too much, the pick plus Kenneth Fuller. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where they, I just, I guess that's what it took. I mean, supposedly there was a couple other teams involved right there on on the day that it got done, and I think that basically Kansas City says something like it's going to take Kendall Fuller to do this and so um, you know I don't think that that means that they had to do it but you know it sucks this is one of the one of the last guys I would have wanted to see go based on how how good he was last year and how young he is and how cheap he is uh, I you know I, I do think even that said he's been made into a, a little bit yeah <laughs> better a player you know than than he's proven he, he can be but no question his ceiling's high i mean i, I think the, people the are grading him on the, the highest ceiling of the best fuller brother and i can't even tell you which one that is but like right, they've all been right. pretty good and like yeah. whichever one was the best you're assuming that this one could be that good and so yeah yes. but i mean he wasn't he's not whichever one it is it's not daryl green okay. you know it's <laughs> not champ bailey yeah like I mean, I think he's good, but he play he did play in the slot all year, so they're they're sort of projecting him to uh, being an outside corner. I think they're going to make him an outside corner, and I think he'll be good there. But we don't know for sure, so you have to factor that into his value. I mean, and the Redskins had some depth at that position, so I guess that's just what it took. You know, it, it sucks. I, I definitely hate to see Kendall Fuller go. Yeah. Um... I feel like this podcast has already run long and we basically stayed on the topics that we thought were going to be the main ones, but I'll give you 60 seconds to sum up anything else that's happened in the Redskins offseason. Uh, no, actually, hey, there, there's another, there is another distinct topic that oh, I God. want your opinion on. Oh, and I think you might have one. Oh, geez. Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe I might be asking too much. I'm not even sure how up to speed you are on this topic. Uh, Tua Cravens, what does that mean to you? Uh, I remember that you called him being out for the season last season. 
and but I don't know much else at all, honestly. So he he applied for reinstatement. He's unretired. Uh, maybe knew that. Um, so he was retired, and now well, you know, he was sort of threatening it or whatever, and then the Redskins kind of took the decision out of his hands and put him on the reserve left squad list. Sure. Um, so he didn't get paid. He did, his contract did not accrue a season. He's still like a second year NFL player now, and. And then some stuff came out to randomly, like, a, I don't know, a couple months ago where his agent put out there, hey, guess what, world? He's been cleared to participate in football again after having been treated for post-concussive syndrome. And everyone was like, wait a minute, what? Like, we didn't, like, we knew he had a concussion as a rookie, but, we like, no one really thought, realized right, or, right. or knew that he was leaving football partly because of this concussion or that there was a period since then where he wouldn't have been, you know, cleared because of, his brain injury sure you know so they just came back and they were like okay guess what he's back because his head's okay now <laughs> and then um you know and then last week that he got reinstated so i i think i just think it's an interesting question what should they do with him i mean this guy who sort of flaked out on them for whatever reason whether medical or not at the very last second like on the eve of the regular season right. who's supposed to be a starter he bailed a bunch of his coaches and a bunch of his players, I think, lost a lot of trust in him. He's sort of a, a, a drama king anyway. Um, so, I mean, should they just, like, let him back, bygones be bygones, because, hey, you're a good player and you can help us win? Or is it like, you quit on us, like, there's no way we can accept this standard? What's, we, his, you know, what's his contract situation now? Is, is he, well, he's, like, the Redskins have to decide the, whether to honor his current contract? Or is he basically three free years agent? left at, like, peanuts, you know, a million a year or something. Oh, well, if three years left to peanuts, then, like, bring it on, right? Why not gamble at it? I, I was well, going to say... I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a chemistry thing. I mean, do you, what, what, um, do you, what if you... What if you what if you like say like okay let's let's go through like camp and preseason and everything and you're one of our starting safeties and then you do this again? Eh, I don't know. Uh, I don't study it as much, but I hear a lot, a lot, a lot about the cap these days versus talent. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, we look at uh, what's Honey Badger, you know, who yep. had the uh, the 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 the, the uh, synthetic marijuana problem. That like mm-hmm. seemingly was a legit problem. I think he even admitted that. And like Cravens, you would know better as to exactly what the deal is, but it's been somewhere in between mental and just right. you know, lifestyle, not deciding if if NFL is gonna fit with how I wanna live my life, you know, you know, uh again, not trying to downplay anything, but just really not knowing. Uh you know, I I think that's a risk worth taking if you're still getting the it, it sounds terrible to determine you know, especially if you're considering another person's mental health or their addiction mm-hmm. problems versus your contract uh, implications. But to be honest, like if you're still getting a, a good deal on him, I I I run the I gamble on bringing him back. Yeah, I I think I could see that. I mean, I, the NFL I think seems the question... to be a cap world. I mean, how much did we talk about yeah. in that other conversation about? Cousins yep. and other quarterbacks and Smith and what they cost you and whatever. Like uh, getting a good player at a cheap price. I mean, that's that's pretty much the name of the game. So yeah, I get from that standpoint. Like you I wouldn't get bring it, him but... back as quarter quarterback QB. Right. Like absolutely right, but like yeah, less than a million. Dollars. I think some of the stuff about like his will his teammates, you know, will the locker room receive him back is a little bit overplayed. I mean, they just they're 
they're professionals. They're paid to do their jobs. Yep. I mean, they don't have to really authorize him to come back. And it's midseason. You got time for guys to determine if they think he's really bought in or not. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not week 10 and they got two days to decide if he went hard in practice, which he probably yeah. could fake. You know what I mean? I think I think from my standpoint, I, I'm not, I wouldn't. I, if it was me, if it was my decision, I probably wouldn't write him off, and I'd be like, hey, give me a great explanation for what happened, and if you have one, we'll see how this goes. But my sense for what the team will do, based on you know, just every everyone who's close to the team, what I'm hearing them say and what they think, I mean, I think the consensus is it really seems like the Redskins are not going to welcome him back and that they're going to attempt to trade him but I don't think they're going to get – I mean, they're going to get pennies on the dollar yeah, for sure. They're probably talking that. about a fifth or sixth round conditional pick or something. Well, and, and you and I have talked about that before, about like how much does – you know, uh, does the average fan uh, underestimate how much off-field stuff does matter? And so, yeah, yeah like, uh, you know uh, – not, not to be arrogant, not to think that I can read people better than other people, but – Assuming that the people inside the Redskins have some judge of people, th- there's a some of it matters as to what Sua Craven sits down and says with you yeah. and what he looks you in the eye and how he acts when he says that to you. You know what sure. I mean? Like, uh, I agree. And so uh, you and I don't have that expertise, but um, uh, assuming that that there's no real terrible vibes that you get. From from a sit down and talk and, and hear what his side of things is, mm-hmm. I think that that contract in the NFL is a lot a uh, like, you know again I'm repeating myself a, a yeah. salary cap game. Um, I'm I'm willing to give him a chance and betting that guys who believe that the best players on the field help them will also right. be willing to give him a chance regardless of what may or may not have happened. And right. I've said this this is more a case in the NBA than the NFL, but it's also a case in the NFL too of like. Uh, you know, as we um, lean towards being a younger league, that's also the reminder of like we're leaning on guys being in their primes at 21 and 22 where physically they might be and mentally they might not be at all. You right. know, like yeah. 29 and 30-year-olds just have – I mean, you and I just know this from, from passing those ages – have just <laughs> so much more mental stability yeah. and it, it's tough to gauge – what the, the I mean, think of you. You're so mentally stable stop, now. Stop, you so Screw far, you. Stop you. Uh, but, the, you know, <laughs> yeah, here I am trying to be you real on your podcast. Now, man. And you're just shitting all over me. You, you've got to gauge what, you know, half a step, you know, physically is worth mentally. And a guy like Sue Cravens is like, well, you know, wh- wh- where is he in that process? So. That was so wise. I'm thinking you must be almost 40. I I hate you so much. I'm going to start telling your address and phone number on the podcast. You're selling me out so hard. Uh, Anyway, but but yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, My my ultimate line is I'd love to be able to sit down and talk with the dude, but for for the price, I'm willing to, to roll the dice a little bit. I'm I'm with that, but I think what's actually going to happen is that he's gone. Mm. And trade it? You think they can get something for him? I think that they will. Yeah, I think it'll be like, you know, some crappy, like a conditional sixth. Maybe get Kendall Fuller in the third rounder <laughs> back from KC. That'd be sweet. <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, I mean, win the offseason with that. 
anything else? We're, we're raging on like 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 people pulling stuff like like no, our, our, my commute was only twenty five minutes. I can only send the parking lot so far to listen to this <laughs> intriguing podcast. Anything else, Redskins off season that uh, that, that no. has to be addressed? We'll do this again around draft time, maybe. Around draft time, that's like like three months. No. Can we do an in- well, intermediary and make it like like? I mean, uh, no, no, no. You're right. I mean, we'll have to do one. So, I mean, what I meant was free agency, but um, we can't do even that. Even that is probably too. Maybe we'll do one soon. We'll, what about? Uh, how about? And look, I think people like. I think you underestimate how much people like you more than they just like Redskins podcast. <laughs> I think we could do a mid March. Reds, uh, uh, Cavaliers, Tar Heels, Sweet Sixteen podcast with a little bit of uh, of of Redskins mixed in. So that one will set records. <laughs> throw, throw, throw that out there. All right, let's just hope this one recorded okay, and then I can get it to you. And with Good. that, we'll wrap and we'll get under forty minutes with Brent from Burgundy Blog. I am Hayes from Sports Channel Eight. This is Burgundy Blogcast. Peace. We out. See you.